I am Clara Shea and you are listening to another awesome episode of the Business of Dance podcast. This is a rebroadcast episode, jumping into the archives of our amazing show. Now, before you jump off or try and find a brand new episode, I encourage you to listen closely or even listen again. For myself personally, I always find my learnings are much more in depth or I even pick up on something new that I may have missed before the second time around. So I encourage you to grab a coffee or a wine depending on your time zone and we can get learning together. So let's dive into the show. Welcome to the Business of Dance podcast, where we discuss business growth, dance education, creating your dream business, and falling in love with your studio all over again. Now, here's your host, business coach, educator, and owner of Dance Energy Studios, Claire O'Shea. Hi guys, it's Claire O'Shea here and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Dance podcast. I'm so excited you can join me for this episode all about time management skills. So enough time is something we all feel we lack from the seemingly never ending to do list to those big projects or even events we want to tackle. We do our best to avoid acting like the rabbit from Alice in Wonderland yelling, I'm late, I'm late to every appointment, dance class or meeting. Not everything we do may be on a schedule, even if we take into account for the time spent in traffic. So how do you manage time within your busy schedule, business, and with your family? In today's episode, I dive into my personal time blocking and time management hacks to keep your head afloat, generating a positive relationship with your day planner. So sit back, relax, and breathe out any stress you have with me because the fact is, time is really an illusion. So let's create a perspective and plan that works for you. So let's jump into the show. Be sure to join our free community on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash groups slash business of dance. Come on over and share the love as you dance your way to the business you have always desired. So today we're going to focus on seven main points that I really believe will help you create better time management skills within your business. So point number one is start your day with a clear vision and focus on the task at hand by writing a list. Now, it sounds pretty simple, doesn't it? So you can achieve this by clearly planning out your day the night or the day before or even a week in advance. So a great way to do this is by creating your own personal time blocking calendar. And just a little hint, next week we're actually going to be going through how to create your own personal time blocking calendar or your dream week step by step. But you know, you can have a research about this or think about it and catch next week's episode. It's a great thing to do and I really recommend it. So I'd advise that you make a general list for your week as well and this can be revised along the way because we all know that little things pop up. Write a list of tasks that need to be done and integrate them into your schedule. Even something as simple as writing down what needs to be accomplished that day can alleviate quite a bit of stress by seeing the task at hand right in front of you. We do often exaggerate how many things we have to do or the time it will take to actually complete them. But the reality is when we break it down on paper, we can clearly visualize what needs to be completed and the time it will take to complete it. 
Once you've done this, I'd really recommend creating a system for how you would like to write these lists, whether it be handwritten on a notepad, typed in the note section on your phone, in Trello with its own checklist that you check in every day, even recording a voice memo for yourself, in picture form on Pinterest, whatever helps you get the job done and keeps you on track, just do that. I really recommend it. And you know, if you try one thing and it doesn't really work for you, do try another. But one thing I find is that the more you really work at making something like a ritual the the more effective it's going to be in the future tip number two is to prioritize so it's easy to feel overwhelmed even after making a list but when you break down the task at hand into what is most important and what needs to get done first then you can actually get started so rather than feeling completely overwhelmed by the 30 40 or you know 10 things that are on your list Have a look and see what you have to do. So what is something that only you can do? What is something that you can delegate to somebody else? And what is something that you can delete or maybe do once and systemize? So really try and reduce your list as much as possible so you're not feeling overwhelmed. From there, you can estimate how long something may take. And once you are done, you can cross it off your list and move on to the next task. And if you're anything like me, I love ticking things off. And uh, sometimes I've even been known to do a task and then write it on my list and then tick it off. But don't judge me. Time can be on your side if you choose it to be. So as I said before, time is really an illusion. So make your list, prioritize. Before you know it, you'll get everything you needed to get done that day and even hopefully have some time spared to relax. When you're prioritizing your tasks, you can ask yourself these questions. What does my team or my students need most from me right now? What is the one task I can do to move my business forward? Are there any income generating tasks that are a priority? What will cause the most trouble if it doesn't get done? What is the biggest contribution I can make right now? Which strategic task do I need to deal with today to help us work smarter for tomorrow? Moving on to tip number three, minimize distractions. So the more uninterrupted time you can create and get in one time block, the better. And that's obvious to everybody, but you will get more tasks completed and in a more efficient manner if you aren't interrupted or constantly being distracted. So really think what are the activities that tend to disrupt your work the most? From there, you can create a solution and always be one step ahead of the game. It is really important to know your weaknesses and what distracts you to make you stronger and more focused so you can be over-prepared for when they come knocking on your door. And sometimes that is literally. Some obvious tips could be exiting out of your email so that you aren't tempted to open it and read an email every time it bings, shutting down Facebook and putting your phone onto airplane mode. Moving on to number four, limit multitasking. And I'm sure most of you know this, but some of you might be a bit shocked to know that multitasking is actually a really inefficient way to complete tasks. So many of us multitask and believe that we are actually being more effective within our schedule, but evidence does suggest that when we do not effectively focus on one thing at a time, we actually get less done and take more time completing multiple tasks rather than just one task at a time. A great tip is to plan your day in sections and this will go into this further in our time blocking episode next week. Just like how you prioritize your daily list and set specific times for specific tasks or meetings. This can help you assess how much you can accomplish that day within your given hours. So for instance, if you only have three hours available in a day for office works, it's 
really unlikely that you're going to get you know all of your marketing done for the entire year as well as your teacher training manual as well as all of your plans for jazz for 2018 done in a three-hour block so be really strategic in what you give yourself to do in a certain amount of time and bigger projects and tasks that need to be done you know over a certain period of time be sure that you allow that so you can really dive deep into the content you're creating and focus on that Also something to think about is that a list can feel a bit daunting if it's just a long list of to-dos with no time frame. So putting, you know, due dates on things and keeping it in in an order of what is most important and not just all of the little, you know, to-dos like return email, send paperwork, call back Johnny, call back Susie. You know, you need to make sure that you're doing what is most important for the business and for you and then try and get rid of some other tasks or delegate tasks to other people that you don't need to do. So whenever you find yourself multitasking, stop and take a breath or sit quietly for a minute, then look back to the task at hand. Now, Unfortunately, every time we start doing other tasks and get distracted, it does take us a little while to get back in the zone of what we were doing. So the more that you can train your mind and your brain to stay focused on one particular task, the more efficient you are going to be. Tip number five is learning to say no. It can seem really challenging to turn down invitations to, you know, certain fun events or parties or even requests from parents at the studio. But there are going to be times when you're running your business where you have to say no and politely decline. This does not mean you can never have fun, go out with your friends, have date nights or spend time with your family for the rest of your life. But once again, when you learn to prioritize, this also means that some events will not correspond with your schedule. Learning to say no can be quite empowering. So take the time now to put you and your dreams first. And it's not a selfish act, but rather a practice of true integrity. Once completed what you set out to do, it will be much more rewarding to spend the time away from your business, knowing everything is running smoothly, growing bigger and better, rather than leaving it hanging with important unfinished tasks. Number six is review what you accomplished at the end of the day. So, so often we race through all of our to-do lists and, you know, running from home, dropping the kids off at school, going to the studio, going to the grocery store, hanging out washing, whatever the day may be. And we get a lot of things done in between or, you know, sometimes we don't, but we never actually take the time to review what we've accomplished at the end of the day. So once you've completed your day, I would really recommend right before you reflect and write tomorrow's list, check off all that you have accomplished that day and see how you think that you could make tomorrow better. This will boost your confidence and give you a sense of pride knowing all that you have accomplished in that day. And if you feel like you're never getting it done or not getting anything done, create a separate list with the one main thing you are going to do for tomorrow. One thing only. And all of your focus and all of your attention is going to be completing that one thing before you can allow yourself to move on to any of the remaining tasks on your to-do list. 
But the main thing is that you never move on to the complete to-do list until you finish your one thing. Now, this is modeled off an absolutely fantastic book called The One Thing, The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results. It's a nonfiction self-help book written by authors and a real estate entrepreneur, Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. I think that's how you say his name. And I would really highly recommend that you grab a copy. I know you can get it online really easy and it's a fantastic read and has some really practical tips. Now, my last tip within this review section is reviewing how long a task took for the future is also a good idea to take note of. So when you see it again on your list for days to come, you can say, I can fit that in my schedule between A and B because I know it takes me X amount of time. Rather than just guessing it takes you a certain amount of time, you clearly know that when you need to jump into your inbox, it's going to take you 45 minutes. So you're going to save that for a certain time of day, preferably not in the morning, to reply to any emails that need to be replied to by you. Now, our last point for today is some great apps to help with productivity. One that you've probably heard of is called Pomodoro and it looks like a little tomato and it's an app that has a timer and a countdown to a short break. So it's a really good app and a great way to focus on a particular task at hand for a certain amount of time before you move on to something else or have a break or you know whatever it is that you need to do. Another way you can do this is also just by using the clock app on your phone and the timer. So you set it to 20 minutes or you know if you really find yourself getting distracted, even doing 15 or 20 minute stints at first and then slowly lengthening them is a really great way to train yourself to work for you know longer stints at a time. Now there's another app that I use and it's kind of funny but I'm a visual person, so I really love it. And it's called Forest and you can just buy it in the app store. I think I don't think it was very expensive, but you set the time you want to work and open it up on your phone and you leave the app open. And so say you set it for 40 minutes and during that time, you'll like obviously get distracted and like, oh, I'll just check this. If you go to click out of anything on your phone, it will ask you if you want to break focus. So it keeps you on track. And why it's called forest is when you start, it like plants a little seed. And then during the 40 minutes, this little tree will grow into a big tree. And once the time is up, the tree looks all full and pretty and it's fully grown. And then you can start again. But if you break your focus and get out of the app, like the tree dies and it looks really sad. So it's a really great way um, for me. And it's kind of a little bit kitschy, but you know, that's all fun and games and I kind of like it. I don't use it all the time. I try and use it more and more, but it's definitely a great way if you're a bit of a visual learner or you're a little bit um, of a have an inner child at heart and you like things like that. Um, another really basic tip is just to turn off notifications on your desktop. So I know on my Mac, I've turned a lot of them off so I don't get binged when I get a Facebook notification. I don't get binged for an email. I don't get binged when I have a Slack notification. All of those are all turned off. And when I'm really focusing on a task, I focus on the task and then during my specific times when I get back to people, then I move on to and check those certain apps that I need to. So those were the seven tips for better time management skills. And I'll just recap them for you. So point number one was start your day with a clear vision and focus on the tasks at hand by writing a list. Number two was prioritize within that list. Number three was minimizing distractions. Number four was limit multitasking. Number five was learning to say no. 
Number six, review what you accomplished at the end of each day. And number seven was just some little apps and things to help with your productivity. Remember not to freak out over time and tasks. Take one thing at a time, make your list, prioritize, focus on your goals and dreams and slowly keep climbing that mountain of success because time is on your side. I did mention it earlier, but be sure to check out next week's episode of the Business of Dance podcast where I guide you through step-by-step on how to create your own dream week through a personalized time-blocking calendar. It's going to be a doozy. So be sure to hit the subscribe button on iTunes so you don't miss out. And if you're not Australian, I'm not sure what if that's a common slang word, doozy is really good. So thank you so much for joining me today for another episode of the Business of Dance podcast. I hope you found these tips and tricks really helpful and I do hope that you create some more strategies and schedules for yourself to help with better time management so you can get more done. Have a fantastic week wherever you are and I look forward to speaking with you again soon on next week's episode. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Business of Dance podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at businessofdance.net. We appreciate you taking the time to rate and review us on iTunes and wish you a great day. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until then, keep dancing your way to the business you have always desired.